0: Welcome to Two Cents FC. I'm your host, Amobio Kugo, back again with my guy, L. Each week, we'll be talking with individuals from around the soccer world, learning about their stories and getting their unfiltered thoughts and opinions. This week, we're joined by Tormenta FC forward, Kaziah Sterling. We'll be getting to know all about Kaziah, talking about his career, and learning about his off-pitch endeavors. Uh, Kaziah, how are you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling good, thank you. Excited to be in. i going to get started. Uh, most definitely. Thank you for taking the time. Um, I know Elle's been really excited to get, get you on the get you on the show. Um, it was big news when you transferred over. I'm sure we're going to get into that later, but let's start off how we always start off. Elle, what you got?
1: All right, two truths in the cap. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting ahead mm-hmm. of myself. Um, all right, yeah, two truths in the cap. So this is an icebreaker game that we play where our guest, I would tell us three facts about himself. Two would be true, one would be a lie. And I'm hoping I have to guess what the lie is. So I think I'm on the board. I think I'm what, yeah. Four one like last, last time. one <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um, so hopefully score some points this week. Cause I, whenever you're ready, go ahead. Okay, so um,
2: I used to used to be a, a gymnast in my early years. Mm-hmm. I've never broken a bone. And I was on the debate even as younger.
0: Uh.
1: This one is for a toss up.
0: Yeah, he's well spoken, but debate team like if you playing <laughs> soccer, do you have enough time? Uh. I'm going never broke a bone.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go never broke a bone also. That's the cap. Um, that's the truth.
2: That, that was the truth. Mm. Yes. What was
0: the What was the cap? Um, debate team. Yeah, Lee. Sometimes it's right under <laughs> your nose. That's a pretty good <laughs> one. No, you no, got us no. both. Respect. Respect.
1: So you um, so you so like you... the uh, you like the argue, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or debate. Call debate. It...
2: Yeah,
0: debate.
1: Okay. I'm sure you're pretty good at the banter, then, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh,
0: uh, so yeah. T- uh, when did you fall in love with soccer? You mentioned, um, um, I say from a young
2: age. I've I've always been, um, yeah. That's something that's always, that's always been a, a hobby of mine. More for started off more for fun. So I was just playing the garden stuff like that. Um, my dad was always watching football, so that that's what also that like, helped me get into it as well. Mm-hmm. I say from like, a really young age.
0: Did your uh, dad play as well, or is he always just a fan, or a supporter, and then got you into the sport?
2: Uh, more, more so a fan that like I played with him. Like he, he was, he was fairly decent to be fair, yeah. but um, he, he wouldn't, he didn't um, play like that. So it's more like him watching it and um, encouraging me to play, which got me going.
0: Perfect. And you, obviously, you grew up in England, but you have uh, Jamaican roots. Can you talk about your like your upbringing, growing up, and to ultimately making it pro?
2: Um, just in terms of my journey, is in um, football journey, just upbringing really in general. Just in in general. Um, so grew up in London, as you don't know. Um, um so in primary school, um, I would, that's when I first joined um a proper team. So um, I, luckily I was lucky enough that my PE teacher um worked at um Leyton Orient as mm-hmm. a goalkeeper coach. So um, he brought me into there. So from there, that's when I like. Started um, playing for my first proper team. And then from then, um, a few years down the line, um, I got picked up by Tottenham. And then I was with them throughout the, the youth years. And then that's brought me to here today.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Uh, So it's safe to assume that you're a Tottenham supporter or like, is that, are we jumping no, the gun? I'm,
2: no, I'm actually my Arsenal fan. Okay, so it's talk fair. about
0: that. How did that work out?
2: <laughs> did you have to keep that secret or what? Um, um just like it's one of those things that you people just assume you're a Tottenham fan, so I've never had to actually say anything <laughs> different. But um uh-huh. so my dad, uh-huh. my dad, um, he grew up in Highbury,
0: so he was an Arsenal fan, so Okay. Um, I just followed suit from there. Perfect. So say, like, all right, we're heading to London. Can you give us like a breakdown of like all right, clubs with areas. Obviously, you got the, like the North London derby. Yeah. Uh, but give us like someone that's born there, what it all means. Like you're our tour guide, our soccer tour guide.
2: Yeah. Um. So I say, cause London. So compared to America, London's like quite small. So mm-hmm. um, I say the Arsenal and Tottenham Stadium are probably about um 15, 20 minutes apart. So um so that's that's where that like, the big rivalry comes from. Um um yeah. recently they've um rebuilt their new stadium, so their stadium takes up like most of the area so you can see it from, from literally really far away. Yeah. And um yeah. you just like just through the town there's those like football posters, like when you go through like so, so the area of Tottenham, there's loads of football posters, um, advertisement and then even on that like tube stations there's like um High Highbury Chief Station is like they were all like the Arsenal the Arsenal team there, stuff like that. So he just tells like a um football orientated city and, and area mm-hmm. as well. Yeah,
0: you know, obviously uh London and England in general just has a great soccer history. Who were some of your like soccer influences growing up? Um Thierry Henry was a big one for me. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed um enjoyed watching
2: him play. Um um Ronaldo, he's one of my He's definitely one of my favorites. Um, I'm another shruk of Benz, but he's one of even even tonight he's he's one of my
0: favorite, favorite footballers. Cool. I mean, yeah, so hopefully uh Ballon d'Or Benz gets the gets the <laughs> award this year. Uh yes, sir. so we'll see. Uh can you can you talk about like um you know, you have a unique background getting in the Tottenham system. Um a lot of people from the outside looking in, especially in the States, they want to know what it's like growing up you know, in a pro environment. Um, talk about some of the realities of a professional soccer player at a young level, like the academy, you know, the merry-go-round system of, like, it's kind of cutthroat at a young age compared to here. Yeah. If you get cut, you just create your own team from the ground up or your parent will complain to the coach. It's not like that in, in the UK. So yeah. give us, like, your take, you know, from the expert opinion.
2: Um. So... Um, throughout the academy years, I say it's that's where it's like more friendly, and more like um a bit more lenient. So that's from like that ends at about fifteen, sixteen. So in England, that's when we um finish school.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So once you finish, I finished school um when I was um sixteen, and then went into full-time football. So that's so you start off as a scholarship. Most scholarships are two years, and then after that you go into being a professional. So it's like as soon as you sign that scholarship, that's when that's when like um you're in a like a professional environment and you're expected to follow like the same criteria as a first team player. So mm-hmm. um at first they, like kinda ease you into you in terms of like what's um what will be required of you in terms of like behaviour and the way you apply yourself and then once then that like, you're almost like expected to like be an adult, almost. So I say that's probably one of the hardest transitions that like, Probably a lot of um, young footballers find, especially in England, because at the time you're still just a kid, but you have to like mentally be an adult. Mm-hmm. So I say that's one of the the, the hardest things I think that a lot of people find.
0: And um, like, what are some of the misconceptions that people assume? You know, you know, from that academy setting, that professional setting, and, you know, in the UK. Um, I feel like maybe that is it's really easy
2: because um. Because looking from the outside, that like, you see like, um, a few um, young academy prospects come through playing the first team. Mm-hmm. From the outside, it looks like quite an easy journey. But um, during that journey, there's like, loads of ups and downs. And there's loads of players as well, like top-quality players in your position. So like you're literally just fighting against loads of different players all the mm-hmm. time. And especially in the academy si- system, like, you're not just fighting for players in your position. Um, in your area there they're looking to bring players in from all across country yeah. all across the world so like you just really have to be on it all the time
0: no most definitely and then especially Tottenham's known for their development of talent can you talk about your personal experience and then you know you mentioned like some of the misconceptions and some of the things that people don't see from uh the inside Uh, some of the players that you kind of came up with or some players that you know, if it would have went a different way, we would have be here about them today to this day. But you know, circumstances got the best of them. Um,
2: I say um, so, like so, the academy system, like it's not. I say that it's not always um, the best player um, at the time makes it through. So there's loads of players that, um, that I've played with, and there's ages above that you think he's definitely gonna end up in the first team, and for whatever reasons, where it's, where it's um, he's not applied himself properly, or just um, sometimes timing, timing can be a really big yeah. factor. Um, so like some some first team managers aren't too keen on bringing young players in, so that might have been unfortunate for them. Whereas um, a few years down the line, um, managers are more willing to do that sort of thing, and then a younger player has got that opportunity that they didn't get.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: I feel like that's that's a big one in football. Timing, timings are like really underrated factor. No, um, that's
0: that's
2: facts. Um, um. Also applying themselves yeah, but so that's a big one. As long as you like, I think applying yourself well. As long as you give yourself the right chance to, for when you are called, then then, then you're a good sort of thing. But those are like the main things that I, yeah. I up. What
0: What advice would you have for a young player? You know, whether they're in England, whether they're in the states, uh, trying to make it. You know, a lot of times it's not about where you start, but where you end up. And uh, you've mm-hmm. had a great career. Thus far, and we will continue to have one. But um, what advice would you have for someone that's like looking to follow in your footsteps?
2: Um, I'll t- i say is that correct cliche, but just always be ready. So you you never know when you'll get your opportunity. So just um just train with the right sort of habits and the right um the right mindset. So when you are thrown into that that environment where you need to be on it professional, um, it's not too much of a shock for you. So I say that the the hardest thing. Like for me personally, if, if I was to get um if someone was to tell me I wasn't good enough for my football and abilities, like that's hard to take, but um that's that's something you just gotta take, like you gotta um, improve um your football ability practice. But if someone was to say, um, no we're not taking 'cause you? um, yeah, you're actually not right, you're not on the ball, I think that's that's what would really like hurt me. But
1: mm-hmm. it's something
2: so easy and so simple. So I think I think um, that's like a key one, just your mindset mentality and just good habits. Cause in football, I think those are the things that um, managers look for first before yeah. they even, before they even um, see your football ability.
0: No, I love that you said that and you talked about mindset, you know, a lot of times, you know, cause the premier league is on the world stage. So if you see a young player come up, um, they're the next best thing. Um, uh, we've seen a lot of times, you know, young players, they make their debut and the next thing you know, they're buying G wagons. Uh, what are some things that you've seen, like some of the craziest things that you've seen from young players in the Premier League or just, you know, in Europe um, as they, you know, come into money, you know, there's big money playing in Europe. That's where everyone wants to play at some point. But like, what are some of the craziest things that you've like been a part of um, and witnessed?
2: Um, I'll say stuff like that. Um, so like, just, um, so like a lot of players that like, make their debut and then, they're seeing what um the other first team players mm-hmm. are doing. So they think uh oh, I feel like they feel like a sense of pressure that um they need to like replicate that stuff. And um the whole perception of footballers from like the outside, they feel like they have to live up to that um perception. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of young footballers get sucked into um doing stuff like that, like buying flashy cars, um, buying flashy stuff that they don't really need, but feel like they they feel like they need to have them.
0: Yeah. Uh, switching gears a little bit, you know, you mentioned Benzema as one of your inspirations. He just won Champions League for the fifth time. You've had the fortunate pleasure of playing Champions League. Tell us about that experience. Um, I feel like it's every soccer player's dream to come out to that Champions League song. Uh, <laughs> what was that like for you?
2: Um, it, it was it was a strange one. It was, um, it was a really exci- exciting feeling because like, um, it was my debut as well. And oh, just I, just, I just really been um been looking forward to making my baby and just making it the Champions League just made it so much better. How many tickets so did you have?
1: Um,
2: I had quite a few. I think <laughs> I had quite a few. because cause I'm local as well. Quite a few yeah. people were able to come. So did you know you were gonna you were gonna play beforehand? Um, no, I didn't know I was gonna play. I knew I'd be in the squad, but I didn't. I didn't know I was oh. gonna play. But in my head, I was just always ready. I had the thought that I could be coming on. So uh-huh.
0: in my head, I I didn't know
2: I was coming on, but like, in my head, I convinced myself that. So I was I was just ready. Sort of thing.
0: Oh, that's crazy. Like, it, there's only so many players that can say that they've done that. Um, and then obviously, um, I think you're, if not one of the only Champions League players, Premier League players, you know, that have played for Tormenta FC. Talk about that transition. How did it come about? Uh, what are some of your goals, you know, coming coming stateside, coming to the good side?
2: Um, that, um, it mainly came about through, like, my agent. Um, I've always been – I've always wanted to play out in America. Just um, from my younger years, um, i went on a few tournaments um, in the U.S., so the IMG Cup. Okay. I played in that a couple oh. times. And um, I just so enjoyed the feel of playing out here. So that's, that's always something I've – I've um wanted to experience, and then when I got the opportunity to experience here, I was um I was I was just really excited to come.
0: Yeah, we're After speaking we're, to the staff coaches. Yeah, were were some people surprised about you coming? Like, did you know anyone out here besides you know the, your previous visits?
2: Um, I knew uh, a couple of players. So, um, um, there's a player at Tottenham here. Um, he just moved to Charlotte from Atlanta. Anton Walk. Okay. Um, yep. I knew he was out here. Um, Drew year at New York and Lewis Morgan, at New York. I know them. Them too. Um, so I kind of got like a little bit of an insight from them, as well,
0: which was good. That's good. What What were some of the questions that you asked them? You know, the ones that you're able to share, on the on the show.
2: Um, <laughs> I just asked them um, because I feel like you know, I like I've traveled a lot. Um, football's football at the end of the day, like. I feel like adapting to the football side is more easy. It's more like the other stuff just the outside, um,
1: yeah.
2: and I w- all the feedback I got from just like the outside was um, just really good. That just the environment over here is really more relaxed. Um, probably a bit more so than England. Um, mm-hmm. it's just a little bit less hostile in terms of even in terms of fans. Um, just in training ground and stuff like that, which was like um, it was nice to hear.
0: Uh, That's that's really amazing. Um, Talk about um, you're eligible for England. Uh, You've played for England, um, but you're also eligible for Jamaica. Um, As you continue to blossom in your career, if the opportunity were to present itself, which national team uh, are you choosing? Um, I feel that that's
2: a bit of a hard one. I probably I probably sway more to England because I've grown up there. I would also like to represent Jamaica. I feel like that that would be a good experience. Um, I've made my grandparents really proud as well. My family.
0: Yeah. So you you definitely you you definitely could be part of that resurgence. You know, bringing Jamaica back to glory days. Yeah. Not that I'm trying to sell you on Jamaica, but you know, <laughs> you know, they they need they need they need the help.
1: Hey, you're in the area too, so like you're yeah. visible to the Jamaican coaches. So I can see that happen. I can see you getting yeah. the call up. Oh.
0: Uh, and then, um, what what it, I know, I, I, we t- kind of touched on it earlier, but you know, being someone of color, uh, can you talk about that experience overseas? You know, we've heard stories about uh, some of the, um, how can we say it, the trials that you guys have to go through um, over there mm-hmm. compared to here in the states. Obviously, there's some similarities, but there's a, a lot of different differences. Can you talk about your experience uh, back back home over, overseas? Um, I've been quite fortunate
2: in terms of, um, um, can I've been in quite a, a diverse team, and in the teams I have, I haven't directly experienced stuff. But um, there's been like some away games where I've um experienced stuff from like fans and um, fans, even 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 players like in, in like, younger tournaments I have played in. So like in terms of that, it's, it's been it's like a weird it's a it's a weird type of experience because you don't really you don't really expect that. Those no. sort of things, but like um, as you get older, you kind of like not learn to deal with it, but like learn to like. But for me, I just see it as um something to like drive me on. That's why I try to use anything, anything bad that that's just something to drive me on a and even, even better.
0: No, I love that. And then, what do you have like any advice for someone that's looking to go pro? You know, especially someone that's somewhat, uh, of color.
2: Um. I'll say you the, um, a key one, just um just be yourself. Don't feel don't feel like you have to um um I say dim your character or be someone else to fit in there, just feel like um that's a big one, just be yourself. Be be just happy, being useful sort of
0: Cool, most definitely. Um what else do I got in terms of I just all right, perfect. You've moved stateside. How many people have asked you if you've seen Tomboy? Is that place real? Uh, you know, questions like that.
2: Um, no, no one. You know, surprising me. Really? No.
0: Wow, that's that's
2: pretty good. The are only able, only questions I really hard? get asked is um, say like they hear me speak, they just ask oh, like where are you from.
0: Uh huh. Do any of your when teammates think, try to like make a, a English accent? Like,
2: um, when I first um, I got a bit of that, but um. Because we have um we have a, a couple English boys there uh-huh. and we have a Scottish coach as well so um I feel like everyone's a bit a bit used to it now.
0: No, I love it. Uh, what I love about English culture when it comes to football is like you guys um are really animated on the field. You guys get stuck in. Uh, some of the slang uh, is, is is funny on the field. So uh, for some people that aren't familiar, can you like give us like. Football one hundred and one slang, you know, from a UK standpoint, like some term um, terminology that you use. Um, get player. stuck in is one. I've, I like I got stuck in. Get stuck in is like I got PTSD every time I hear that because. Mm, yeah, a lot of English get, players tell me that.
2: Get stuck in is like, um, just like get involved, make a challenge, be aggressive. Yeah. Get involved in like the physical side of the game. Um. um What's another one? Off the top of my head, I can't think of any... I can think of a few, um, like, um mm. stuff that I've been confused with here. So, like, oh, hey, you look cool, um, bibs pennies.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, okay. That's a great one. I love that you said that. Talk about the difference, the differences between, uh, American slang and British slang on the soccer field or the pitch. Um,
2: so, yeah, stuff like that. Um, So, like, um, our dogs had the physio from, um, ankle strapping, but, um, I asked for angstrap and then everyone was looking at me funny like they didn't, <laughs> they didn't know what I was talking about. Because <laughs> they, they called it tape out
0: here.
2: Yeah. So they called it a tape or um I said a plaster. They, they wasn't really sure what I was talking about Could you not call it band-aids. Yeah. Um, just little stuff like that. And the penny, the penny one was, um that, that one really confused me because um, I was on the pitch at the time. I was just thinking, what what do you mean a penny? Like, <laughs> um, that's money. I was just thinking money. Yeah. Like, I was really confused, about, but I've got, I've got used to that
0: one as well. But you've adjusted. So now do you adjust to American way or are you still uh, – because you guys have a couple of English players, Scottish coach. I,
2: I still I still say I'm um, the English phrases.
0: Okay. Uh, that's great. Appreciate that insight. El, what that's you got actually, for us?
1: That's actually a pretty good segue. Um, Just, you know, talk a little bit more about how you're adjusting to the states, Um, some of the big differences that you've kind of experienced, Um, you know, being here versus – um. over in the uk i know like you're down in statesboro which like is the country you know what i mean so um i'm pretty sure it's a lot of differences so like talk about your transition and how that's been
2: um it's it's been it's been that quite right because um i've had a lot of football going on um i say that i've been like just really focusing on that and um and the other stuff just um um i haven't been like noticing it too much but um little stuff like the weather, the weather's always hot here compared to um, Mm -hmm. England. So that's something I'm enjoying and I'm just trying to get used to because at at the moment it's getting um, really hot. So I say I'm still, um, I'm still almost climatizing, even though it's been a a few months, couple months in, but um, stuff like that, the weather's, the weather's definitely a big, big factor that I'm enjoying. Um, I say the people are, are much, are much nicer than in London. I say everyone, everyone's really friendly and like, just like just walking down the street, people like just say hi, stuff like that. Which which um I found that like, really fascinating at first, but I do like it.
1: What about food? Like, what are some of your um favorite American foods that you've picked up since you've been out um, here?
2: So I, I tried them. I used to hear about Chick Fil A a lot, just all you know, memes stuff like that. Yeah. Um, that's that's one place I wanted to try. I really like Chick Fil A. Um, I tried um Panda Express. That's something okay. um, okay. That's something, um, we didn't have at home that I've tried, but I say Chick Fil A is the main one that um, that I've been enjoying so far.
1: Okay, dope. Have okay. you had a chance to get up to Atlanta yet?
2: Um, no, not That's somewhere um I really want to go. Everyone, everyone from here just says um, and it's really good there. So that that's like the place to that like, to go if I do want to go somewhere.
1: Yeah, I live up in the Atlanta area, so like tap in with me when you okay. come up. I'll show you around. Definitely show you a couple of other food spots. You might not want to go do. back.
0: I'm telling you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
1: For you might sure. not
0: want to go back.
1: Um, are there any things that you like to do off the pitch? Like what are some of your hobbies that you have?
2: Um, um At the moment, um, I'll say like PlayStation. So like FIFA stuff like that. Um, GTA. Those are the main things that I do. Like when I'm like, not training at the moment. Um, I've gone out here. You can go to the pool and stuff like that, which is um different to England at like the pool outside, which is good. Um, I got to go to the beach um the other day as well, which was nice. It was nice getting out, going to the beach because you don't have them sort of things in England. Yeah, but you do, but they're like, just not as nice because of the weather, stuff like that. So that that was that was good to do.
1: Dope, dope. All right, so we we'll jump into a couple of rapid fire questions here. Um. So, what is one interesting fact about yourself that most people wouldn't know? Oh, the fact.
2: I'll, I'll say the one that um I used to do gymnastics. I said mm-hmm. um that 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 one normally shocks everyone because they just think that it's football. Mm-hmm. That's football, but yeah, that's something I I done when I was younger because um. I just had too much energy, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really know how that came. About. Oh no, it was one, one of my cousins used to do it, and because I just had so much energy, um, um, my parents just like, yeah, you should just, you should just go do it, do it as well. So that's something I got into.
1: Yeah,
0: you still got uh, the skills, like you can hit it. Yeah.
2: Um, I was re I can still do a few stuff like um round offs um, front somersault, but um. That's all I got up to learning at the time. So all the stuff I learned I could still do. But um I wish I did wish I learned how to do a backflip. That's that's something I really
1: um, add that to your goal celebration. Yeah,
2: hundred hundred percent, yeah. The
1: Obama Yang front flip. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next one, let's see. Um Alright. So what's on your pre match playlist? Like what do you what do you listening to before a game to get you in the mood?
2: Oh up? That pet I don't have um um a set one. I normally um I'm I'm a shuffle sort of guy. So um, but um future future will definitely be in, be in be in the, be in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Um, um Chief is definitely in the shuffle as well. Um, um, I say Drake Drake's in there. Um. I say, yeah, those, those are those like the main three. Um, those are the main three that um, i I like, saw, I've just always had in my, in my pre-match playlist sort of thing.
1: Okay, That's a lot of American artists. Like, yeah, does, is I'm that like a big too. thing out there in the UK? Um, um, for
2: me, I, I was probably like one of like the first out of my friends to like listen to American music. I have just always been drawn to it. Um, so like in England, like English music, cause um, so you call that like English drill. That was like a big thing growing up, but, mm-hmm. um, I was, I just almost swayed towards, um, like, American artists, like, um, as growing up, I listened to a lot of, like, Chief Keefe, um, L.A. Capone stuff, so, um, rappers like that. So, like, as I, as i grown up, I just always, I just always like that sort of music.
1: Yeah.
2: But, um, it's, it's, I say it's, like, really big right now in England as well.
1: Yeah, it's crazy to see, like, UK drill influencing, you know, American drill music and stuff yeah. like that. Like, so it's starting to kind of blend and mesh, you know? Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Um you talked about this a little bit, but like what's what's your favorite off pitch activity or off work activity?
2: Um I'll say um I'll say um FIFA FIFA. Um um lots of like Playstation activities 'cause um normally after training I'm quite tired and fatigued, so I normally do try to find something like um um, don't take up too much energy, Um so um, I say is a big one. But um, last summer I say um, a hobby I picked up was roller skating. Okay, mm. that's something um, I just always wanted to learn how to do it. So like um, I just started and just like really got at it. That's something um, that's that's definitely one of my newest um, things to do that I enjoy.
0: Can you like skate backwards and stuff?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so you like roll bounce? Yeah, uh, um, not as good, but I, I got I got a few skills.
0: I
1: love it. All right, what's the first thing that you do when you move to a new city? So we'll take we'll take uh, Statesboro for example. First, what's the first thing you did when you moved here? Besides, like you know, finding getting acquainted to your place to live. Like, what's the one of the first things you did when you touched down?
2: Um, um, just found out like where the um, like the highest street was for like. Um, um all the food places, um um just finding that where's like just, just 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 a spot for like socializing and stuff like that. That's something um I look for. Um sure it just so just so like I'm a bit aware of aware of my surroundings, how far certain things are. So that's 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 something that I feel like I need to do whenever I go to go to a city.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a big big college town down there as well. So Yeah, it's much more quiet. Much yeah. more quiet
2: than um, um um I'm used to as well, like being in London, which is um which is a bit weird, but I've um I kinda of grown to like it as well.
1: Yeah. So all right and last one. Um so you know, having played over in Europe and also playing here, what's been your favorite away city so far?
2: Away oh, city, um um, I'd have to say um probably Miami, um Miami or it. um North North Carolina I think it was. Mm-hmm. That was a good one, but um yeah probably Miami is probably top on my list. Definitely.
1: Nice. Did you guys get to go no, out and kind of and kinda like hang around a little bit while you're down there? Um,
2: um, we did a bit, but because it was um it was a weak game, um everything was quite closed, um which was a shame, but um. Just to see yourself, like, when we got there, the scenery was really nice. Um, yeah, it was, it, was something, it was just something um, I experienced. So I definitely enjoyed it a lot.
1: Dope, dope, dope. Well, definitely hope you, you know, enjoy your time out here. Like I said, if you come to Atlanta, like, tap in with me. Happy to show you around a little bit. Um, but, yeah, live, live it up, man. Like, as you guys, you know, travel to different away cities, try to, yeah. You know, grab some food and, you know, learn about the culture. It's like, it's definitely a cool place to live. And I think you enjoy it out here. Yeah, definitely. Okay. No, what definitely. What you got?
0: No, I think it's exciting, you know, uh, how you were able to come stateside. You know, it's a unique opportunity. Uh, so I, for one, I know L is also in agreements. uh excited for you to take the league by storm and see what may come of it after that. And, uh, yeah, if you have any questions in terms of where to go, whether it's Atlanta, Miami, or some of the other locations, uh, yeah, don't, don't hesitate. No,
2: definitely reaching
1: out. I got one more question as well. Um, so what are your, some, what are some of your like career aspirations? So even thinking like, not only like the top of your football career, but also your career after football, like what are some of your aspirations?
2: Um, i um, will say for an easy one for after football um, we would be involved in some, some form of coaching that's something um, I'd, um, I think I would enjoy getting into um, i say coaching like younger players I feel like um, I feel like I'd enjoy working with kids just seeing them like improve um, just get better and develop, develop yeah. developing them before they get to that that um, that, um, that um, pro stage would be something I'd enjoy and, Did you have um,
0: a lot of black coaches growing up?
2: Um yeah, I had I had quite a few in my academy. Oh, which, that. Um, um Justin Co- 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 Cochran, um Um Hugo Eggyog. um those were some um key um black coaches in my my career. I say that helped me quite a lot. Um,
0: no I think that makes a world of difference. Well wow, that's, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, so I, I, just,
2: I, I like to be that um be that just as inspiring as um they was to me
0: mm-hmm. um, and
2: that, to that some younger kids.
1: Yeah, for sure. You don't see a lot of black coaches out here, so the more the yeah. merrier, you know. Are you working on your coaching badges already?
2: Um, no, that's something um, I want to get into as well when I'm out here, definitely.
1: I bet. What about uh, on the pitch? What are some of your aspirations?
2: Um, um definitely. Um, I, I definitely want to um, play in the MLS. That's something. Um, that's like one of my like, um, I'd say like short term achievements right now to um, to get into that level. Um, I thought that's the level that I can um, I
1: can
0: play, it. so that's that's not on my mind at the moment. Dope, yeah. dope. I know a couple teams that could probably use your services right now. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's one up the road, and the striker. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's about it. You got a movie?
0: No, that's it. Um, we close now, or um, okay, here we go. Well, um. Because I really appreciate you for taking the time uh, I know your schedule's busy um but it was a pleasure having you on the show any last words any way people can follow you know what you got going on um before we close um um
2: Instagram is probably the um that's the only social media I'm really using right now so um that would be a summer to like follow me um on my on that football sort of thing perfect and um thanks well, for having me, definitely no
0: nah, most definitely. We're definitely going to be keeping in touch. Um, well, that's it for this week. For our show, subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us get discovered. Follow us on the socials at Two Cents FC Show. If you want to support the show, here it is. Join our Patreon, patreon.com, or slash, sorry, The Two Cents FC Show. Once again, if you want to support the show, join our Patreon, patreon.com, slash, The Two Cents Show, the Two Cents FC show. Uh, make sure that's going to be in the show notes, so make sure you guys support. And tweet us your comments, me or L, on any topics you want to discuss. The only show that's giving you unfiltered thoughts and opinions on a weekly basis. There you have it.